What's up, guys? It's Brad with College Sportscast, and I have the two Johns here with me tonight, and we're here to do Game Day Pick'em Week 11. guys i think i'm unmuted can y'all hear me yeah i hear you yes sir all right hey it worked <laughs> all right guys it's good to have you guys on with me we are college sports cast and this is our thursday night game day pick them show it's where we take all the exciting games of the weekend and make our um, statements about the game and our picks. So I've got the two Johns. I got John Hammonds with me at the top. What's up, Hammonds? What's up, man? He's, He's just looking there. around. <laughs> All right. And then and then I have uh John Roberts, drink local BM on Twitter. These are our Twitter handles. What's up, John? What's happening? Good to be with y'all on a Thursday. I think this is the first Pick'em show that I've been on this year. Yeah, it's about time you do something. I know. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Jeez. It is the first Pick'em show you've been on this year. I know. So we've been it's keeping weird. season stats, so you're not going to be included. No, I'm not. Well, well, I may have been on the very first one. I can't remember if I was on the, the very first I, one before the season started, like that first Thursday. I can't remember. But since then, I haven't been yeah. on a Thursday. So, woohoo. Right. <laughs> All right. So, if you want to talk a little bit about home field, John well, Roberts, I've got so, it kind of scrolling there on the bottom of the screen, too. So, home field, uh, in case you guys haven't heard, is uh, a vintage um, college sports apparel company. They uh, have about 150 or so uh, schools that they have definitely signed on for licensed apparel, uh, just gear. They've got shirts, uh, hoodies, bomber jackets, hats, uh, joggers, um, long sleeve, short sleeve shirts. I right now have the Auburn hoodie. This is uh, from Sports or from a uh, home field apparel. So it is very comfortable, very warm when it's, when it is uh, nice and cool outside. Uh, it just happens to be cool in my house, whereas it is very warm outside currently. But anyway, um, got that. I actually have a, another home field shirt on underneath. You can't see it, but that's uh podcasting is definitely a visual medium. Um, but anybody that's on YouTube can see the uh, 
the hoodie. The hoodie is awesome. Uh, it's a kind of a dark gray with that orange AU on it right now. Um, but you need to go on and they do their research, especially with the vintage logos and everything like that. But they actually go and find the stories to some of these things. In fact, um, there, there are several stories that go on. Uh, Auburn basketball has a peacock for a shirt. They have a design that has a peacock on it. Well, Homefield has the story as to why Auburn, you know, embraced yet another mascot, you know, for, uh, for basketball. And that is the peacock. And that happened a couple of years ago, but Homefield has the story. They've got it up on their website. Check it out. Homefieldapparel.com. Uh, but yes, we are, uh, brand ambassadors and use our code. CSCAS. Yes. Use the code CSCAS on your first visit and get 15% off. Which and actually, and that actually helps us. Yes, it does. And it helps us, you know, support the show. So that yeah. is definitely something that you should do. So, yep. <clears throat> And yeah, I will say this. They got some really cool designs. So, and and I will say this. Brad's probably going to laugh at this, but how did Indiana beat Wisconsin last week in my upset pick? Oh, easy home field apparel because Connor from Home Field Apparel is an <laughs> Indiana grad. So there yeah. you go, right there. I just I yeah. found it out. That's the secret. It was home field apparel. The original the secret to it. The original. Home field school right yeah. there, Indiana. Yeah. Hey. And his roommate was an Auburn fan. So all right, guys. We're gonna we're gonna dig into our game day pickums. I just wanted to get that I, I just wanted to get that in about our new uh affiliate with home field. We're excited about that. So but we're gonna start here and we're gonna dig into our pickums. So last week. We both had a pretty good week, John. Um, I went 10 and 2 in my picks. John, you went 8 and 4. Um, and what the were season your stats there you can see I am 70 and 48. What's that? Yeah, keep what bragging. Were your losses. Who did you not pick? Yeah, keep bragging, Brad. You're 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 500. I, I missed the Texas. I missed the Texas one by one point. It was it was a four point spread and they won by three. Okay. And then I missed Notre Dame. Um, yeah, I think we all missed Notre Dame there. Yeah, we all. So, did, I think. so yep. I'm seventy and forty. Yeah, I'm seventy and forty eight on the season. John is fifty seven and sixty one. He's coming back the last two weeks. He's, yeah, he's getting I'm, I'm, I'm close I'm, to five hundred. I'm, I'm working so on. We'll see. But you actually got here. both the lock. John, you actually got both the lock and the upset right, so I will give you. You had a pretty good week going eight and four, and got the lock pick and the upset pick right. So, um, but I'm going to leave that up on the screen. We're going to start with some college football games, which is what we've been doing all along. But this week we're going to add some college basketball at the end. So we're going to start with Michigan, and they are going to Penn State to play in Happy Valley. This weekend, and Michigan is a four and a half point favorite in this game. And 
John Roberts, you're the you're the new one here, so I'll let you take the floor first. So am I the celebrity guest picker for the show today? Is that what's up? I'm the celebrity guest picker. That's right. Uh, yeah. So in this in this game right here, I know I know Michigan's under a lot of hot water. (laughs) Um, they've you know obviously been in in the middle of that sign stealing scandal and whatnot. Um, they they they've even uh, turned in some papers to the Big Ten saying, uh, caution. If you guys keep going, then we're going to unload all this other stuff about everybody else in the Big Ten. So um, that's going to be fun. I can't wait to see that. Anyway, uh, Penn State has a lot going for it. They're one of the best teams to cause turnovers. They've got one of the best defenses that are out there. You know, Ben has got a really great defense. Uh, But for whatever reason – you know, all signs say that Penn State should win this game. I'm going Michigan. I don't know why, but I'm going Michigan. Okay. All right. I don't John pick Hammons, on the points on this one, on so Michigan? I'm just picking just straight up winner, Michigan. Uh, I, I got Michigan. I just think you know, I don't. I'm not a believer in James Big Game Franklin. It seems like every time he has a big game, it seems like he falls on his face. Um, you know. Penn State's defense is really good, um, but I think Michigan is just a little bit better, especially offensively and defensively. Um, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Michigan doesn't make a lot of mistakes, and they're really good on the ground, especially with Corum and Edwards. So I think they get the job done this weekend, and I think they cover they cover the four and a half. Um, they cover the spread. Now it's at it's at Penn State. Um, it's going to be a fun environment. Happy Valley is always a tough place to play. But at the same time, I just – until James Franklin wins a big game, I just don't see how you can pick them right now. And plus, they got the edge at quarterback with uh, – I agree with you. Josh Hart – Josh Hart's with us. And I did – he put on here that he busted DraftKings and FanDuel. So, he won like over $900 last weekend off the oh, two. Boy. So. Uh, just wanted to put that up there. Um, Jerry Carter's with us. He, he says he's going to take Michigan by 10, at least 10. Um, you know, I want to take Penn State at home. I really do. Um, but like you said, until they actually get through one of these games as a winner, it's really hard to do. I mean, it's a tough place to go in and play. Michigan is one of only four schools that have scored 30 or more points in every game this year. Um, and, you know, at four and a half, give me Michigan and I'll take the four and a half, lay the four and a half points in this one. So we're all on board for Michigan in this one. This next game is going to be interesting for me and Hammonds anyway. Alabama is going to Kroger Field to play Kentucky this weekend after mm-hmm. their, you know, big win last week at, you know, versus LSU. They're 11-point favorite. Um, I guess, Hammonds, I'll let you take this one first. Tell me what well, you really think. <laughs> I, think I think the only way Kentucky beats Alabama is if Alabama's bus breaks down on the way to the stadium, to be honest with you. Um, I just – but seriously, though. <laughs> I just, I just don't see Kentucky hanging in this game. Now, 
I think they can hang probably for a couple quarters. But right now, Jalen Milrow, the quarterback for Alabama, he's playing at a level that we've not seen so far all year long. Um, since they lost to Texas, they've been playing with their hair on fire, um, especially the defense. I think they're, they're ranked fourth in the country in yardage. Um, I, I look for Alabama to just pin their ears back and, and dare Devin Leary to throw the football um, because you're not going to be able to run a lot on this Alabama defense. This Alabama defense has got really good guys up front. Um, their, their biggest question marks, I think, is in the secondary. If Kentucky can make some plays in the secondary and, you know, hit some big plays, maybe get some momentum, I think they got a shot. But I just think Alabama's playing too good right now. Um, you know, even in Leary's hurt, which he's been beat up, what, the last couple of weeks. Um, he had the eye injury last week and then his ribs. He got hit in the ribs last week. So um, this is a tough game. I think you get out of here and you just – you play competitive and you get out of here and you – take a shot at going to South Carolina next week and end the season with Louisville and hopefully getting two more wins and, and you know, entering the bowl season with um, some momentum. But I just don't see them beating Alabama this weekend. I think Alabama covers the 11 points. All right. John Roberts, you're in Alabama. He's a Birmingham kid here. So um, what do you think? Well, Brad, he's an Auburn fan. He I'm just going to tell you that <laughs> that your team, while starting off very, very, very nice, is about to lose its third, fourth game in a row. What is it? Third? No, they, they won last week. Oh, they won last week. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, they beat That's Mr. right. State. That's right. They that's won right. last That's week. right. Yeah. yeah. But they lost two right before that, right? Yeah, they lost to Missouri and Tennessee. Okay, so then this will be three, three lot. actually. Yeah, another. they'll be six, six and four if they lose Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So this um, will definitely uh, not be a not be an easy game to watch for you guys. Uh, that, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, there. Uh, if somehow you can get Ray Davis running. And and going, then there is a possibility to open it up for for Devin Leary, but Terry and Arnold and a lot of the other defensive secondary guys that you're talking about are actually pretty good. So um, I wouldn't be I, I would be looking at trying to run it straight at them and see what you could get out of it. If you can open the run, you know, open the passing game up by being able to run the ball, then you know maybe, but. You become one dimensional, and then you're. You know what I? You know I was thinking about that. You know, John, about the whole Alabama, Kentucky game. If I'm Kentucky, and let's just say with the coin toss, and you're you're doing the coin toss, and Kentucky wins the toss, I think you take the ball first because you don't want to let Alabama go down and score and get a seven nothing lead on you real quick. That or that or or kick an onside kick immediately. Yeah, to to kind of get momentum swift in another way. Right. I think I think if you want to scoops never gonna kick an onside kick immediately. Well, so so you go for the ball right away. You kick the onside kick to start the second half. That's what you. Well, do. and another thing too, if you really want to put pressure on Alabama, is you take the ball down the field and you score on your opening drive, and you and you make them try to score. That's and right. You try to make them move down the field, like. 
Mm-hmm. Kentucky's going to have to put pressure on. They're going to have to make mistakes. Alabama, Kentucky's going to have to have a turnover or two, I think, to win this game. Yeah, yeah and you got to learn. You got to learn. You got to. You got to learn from from LSU's mistake, and you cannot allow Jalen Milrow to use his legs to absolutely harm you. And Kentucky's uh, already had a notorious problem with running quarterbacks. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this one's just not going to be pretty. Uh, yeah, I, so I've got. I, I agree with you. I'm in, just in saying case, generally. In case you didn't see it, it's going to be Alabama, and I've got more than the eleven. So that's that's what I got. Okay, yeah. listen, I I fully I hear everything y'all are saying. They just beat LSU 42-28. They look the best that they have looked all season. Please don't long. tell me you're about to have a butt to, on this week. thing. There's no way, Brad. They're, they're not. They're, they're not, not winning. I, I mean, I they're love winning. Kentucky. I love Kentucky, I'm not but taking, they're not winning. I'm not taking Kentucky to win the game. But you're taking them. The to, you're taking them to cover. Oh my God, no! Terrible, Brad. This is not a game to even points. cover. You're not going to cover either. Sorry. Listen, I Brad. I, I love you. I love you. Give me the eleven. But they got four no. and five star players that outmatch ours. Like they're they're just they got four and five star players on their bench. But they, they just I know that we don't match up with them. It's just simple. It's not. It's not going to happen, man. Give me, give me the eleven points, guys. No. Well, that's fine. You take them. All you right, take them we'll and see. take you'll, that. You'll, you'll hey, be, you want fine. the L as if well? Just, Can I go ahead I and give me the L right now, right here? Let me give you this L right here. Because you should just go ahead and take it now. <laughs> if You'll I miss it, I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll live. I promise. All right. I the see next Sunday. game we're going to go to is Miami is at FSU. FSU is a 14-point favorite at, at home. So I think this is a pretty easy game really to pick. But, John Roberts, what do you think on this one? Give me all the Jen Knowles on this one. This is going to be – this is going to be uh, FSU all the way. Uh, Miami doesn't have a prayer in this game. They're they're dead. They're buried. Um, see ya. N-O-L-E-S Knowles. This is a game that has always notoriously been a wild game. Like, it's always got something that happens in it. But with the way Miami has played offensively lately, their inept offense – you know, especially against NC State last week, and then the the crazy games that they lost in the like what last minute, especially the one against Georgia Tech. There's just so many issues going on. You know, they they started out the year great, and then I think the the Georgia Tech game just kind of knocked the wind out of their sails. My the, my the, favorite Miami game was the A and M game where they beat A and M by like what fourteen? Because that yeah, and was everybody awesome. Thought, and everybody thought that was that awesome. Miami was the great. Come yeah. back, and then they just kind of fell in their face. So, that's plus right. this game's at FSU, and it, and that's a tough environment to play in. So, um, the old give castle. me FSU. Give me FSU for the fourteen points. I think they covered. Miami's just got a lot of issues right now. Oh yeah. yeah so y'all both taking FSU in the fourteen? That's right. I mean, I I can't go wrong on that either. I mean, I've got to take FSU in the fourteen points on that one as well. I feel like that one's a fairly easy one to pick. I mean, Miami's just not been good. They just got beat 14 um, at NC State last week. Well, and and, and their, I know FSU is better than the quarterback play. So, 
their quarterback play, their quarterback play has been very subpar. Let's just be let's just be honest about it. Like it's not been good. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a pretty easy game to pick. So we're going to run through that one because we got basketball to get to as well. So we've got this game is Utah at Washington. Washington, nine and a half point favorite. Do the Utes have any chance of covering this nine and a half spread? You want me to go first? Because yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to go first here. Uh, yeah, the Utes cover. The, the, the Utes yeah, cover. Ahead. Not only do they cover, yeah, but they, they they win the game. So, uh, Utah wins. Okay, calling it right now. Listen, Utah, you got Utah in the upset. That's right, Utah in the I upset. Love, I love Kyle Winningham. I love how he always gets his teams up for games like this, especially against ranked opponents, especially in conference. But they're going to have a hard time keeping up with this offense. Um, Penix Jr. is, a, to me, is the front runner for the Heisman Trophy. Um, they lead the nation in passing yards. Um, you know, Washington does have a game next week against Oregon State, which they might be looking ahead to it, but I doubt it. Um, but I think they cover this game, which I love Utah's defense. But I just like Washington's offense so much better. They just have so many weapons. Like they put up gazillions of yardage against USC. Which yep, to be fair, against, USC, that's, against, that's against well, to be fair, could, USC's defense ain't as good as Utah's. You, could, you could put up the same amount of yards against air, okay? Come but on. They did do the same to Oregon that has a really good defense like Utah. Nah, that, that's, that's they're they're not like is. Utah because they're not like Utah. They're not, but they have no. that that kind of that same kind of defense though, and Penix Jr. ate them up. So, and Washington is Washington think, and Penix Jr. have yeah, been listen, uh, very uh, listen guys judicious been, with that ball. That ball is going to go. That he's going to have uh, multiple turnovers in this game. Uh, his Heisman chances are going to come back down to earth. I think he ultimately still wins the game, uh, wins the Heisman, but I think that this game is going to bring him back to the rest of the pack when it comes to the uh, the Heisman. You're just all kinds of negative energy here. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Hey, remember, my deal, my deal I on this game is chaos. Remember, chaos. This Listen, is the beginning. I have been of on Utah chaos. for a year and a half. I've been on Utah for a year and a half. I love Utah. I've picked them just about in every game. I really think that if they did not have the injuries that they had, that they would be especially challenging in this game, possibly winning this game. I just I think Washington Washington is the class of the Pac-12. I really do. Oh, they are the um, class of the Pac-12. Give They're me just Washington lose. and That's nine all. and a half points. And it's at Washington. home. Give me, give me, give me the Huskies. Okay. And nine and a half. If it was at Utah, I would be, I would be with you. But oh, I'd be even Washington. more on it if it was at Utah. But I'm, I'm, I'm just on it. That's all. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. The next game is a pretty big game in the SEC, I think, this time this week. We got Tennessee at Missouri. And Tennessee is a one-and-a-half-point favorite in Columbia. In Columbia. Mm-hmm. So – what do you guys think? We're SEC guys. What do you, what Roberts, what do you think on this game? Tennessee by seven. That's it. That's the, that, that's the answer. Okay. <laughs> that's the pick. Okay. That's the pick. They're going to run right, the ball. Listen, we can be, we they, 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 they're, they're going to take, they're going to take the SEC's best rushing offense and they're going to go into Columbia, Missouri, and they're going to run it down the Mizzou Tigers' throats. Yep. There you go. That's it. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's reasonable. Ray Davis running down her throat for a quarter, and then they just quit running. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that 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 is a that True is story. a that is a that is a coaching fallacy right there. <laughs> so, uh, Heupel <laughs> will story. continue to run it, and okay. then he'll run it again. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to go Tennessee. All right. Okay. Hammonds, what do you say on this I game? Got, I got Missouri in this game. Um, you know, the last couple of weeks beyond the Utah game, because Tennessee made a mockery of them last week. So beyond the those two games where they had Alabama and Missouri – or not Alabama, Missouri, Missouri and Kentucky – or no, Kentucky and, and Alabama – is who they played the last two. They just didn't impress me offensively. Like, you know, they had the game. To me, they should have beat Alabama. And they went away from everything that they they did in the second half, and they just – Alabama just played ball. They just come out on defense and did their thing. Um, we don't even know if Luther Burden's going to be playing Saturday. Um, I think that's a big that's a big Doubtful. question. Doubtful. If he, if he plays – I think there's a great chance for Missouri to win this game. But if he don't play, I think you could see Tennessee win this game. I think Luther Burden is, is an X factor in this game. He's he's one of the best wide receivers in the country. Let's just let's just be real. He's I think he's leading the country in yardage, if I'm not mistaken. So um but I'm still going to take Missouri at home, but but not by much. By the I think they cover the one and a half. Brad, what say you? Well, they get the one and a half. Well, they get the one and a half. All right. That's right. So, well, I mean, this is this is a tough one. This is a tough game, if you ask me. I mean, I think it could easily go either way. I mean, if Burden is not playing, that's a big minus for Missouri. Um, I think this Tennessee team does have a really, really sound and, and really good um, running game. And they also have what I think is one of the better front sevens in the SEC on defense. Kentucky traded um, them up the like a couple of weeks you ago. Know, so. so I I I don't think I don't think that uh the Missouri, I don't think the Missouri running back will, will have a big day. I really don't. The Schrader Cody, kid or whatever Cody, his name Cody, is. Cody. Cody Schrager. Um, I don't think he'll have a big day. Yeah, I don't think he'll have a big day against. Yeah, but you got to look defense. But you got to really look don't. at the, you got to be looking at the Alabama. Um, you got to look at the Alabama and Kentucky games. They didn't play good on defense. They really didn't. 
I mean, I know their front seven's good, but they didn't really impress me much. I mean, they made plays, but I'm they gonna, gave up a lot as, of yards. As much as I hate to see it, I'm going to take Tennessee in this game and take the and take lay the one and a half. I think good choice. I think with Burden possibly out, more than likely out. I think I'm going to go with Tennessee. Tennessee's in the SEC for the next game. Um, we've got we got Ole Miss traveling to Georgia. Um, Georgia's coming off of a nine point win at, against Missouri at home, and Missouri did look pretty good there. Um, but Georgia is an eleven point favorite against Ole Miss this week. And John Roberts, what do you think on on this game? We got Lane Kiffin going to Athens. Yeah, is he uh, is he kicking people off does the Kiffin, team now? Does Kiffin win one of those big, big? Is it is he kicking people off the team? What's that? Is he kicking people off the team? Is he getting sued? <laughs> What's going on? Is he is he is he is he is he out there saying that you can't take mental health days? No. Nah. Uh, this will have actually no no effect on the game. Sorry. Uh, with Kiffin. Huh? You said what? I said there's no telling with Kiffin. Yeah, there's no telling. What That's true. Saying? That's true. That's true. He's talking out the side of his mouth here. But anyway, um, uh, well, Georgia's going to win the game. I'm just deciding right now whether whether they cover the spread. All right, right now, um, Georgia's going to win. Yeah. So I'm going to go right now. I'm just I'm I'm dealing right now with the straight up Georgia wins straight up. Yeah, I'm I'm going to take Georgia to. But we but we're doing draft teams here. We're, this is, we're trying okay. to do a draft. So team so I gotta I gotta I gotta so, pick I gotta pick based yeah. on the spread. Okay. Georgia. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be Georgia. Well, that was um, difficult, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was very difficult. Yeah, Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> yeah, mm. you thought mm. about that one a long time, man. Yeah, I did. I did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, Hammond. I got Georgia by the, by the 10 and a half. That's 11. That's eleven. If you read it right here, it says one one, not ten point five. Yeah. Ole Miss just don't I have, have the defense. I had eleven earlier. Mm. Ole Miss just don't have the defense to stack up against Georgia. Georgia's on a different level. The biggest thing with Georgia to me is they're a team that doesn't let its opponents dictate how long it stays on the. And Georgia just knows how to make plays. When the game's on the line and Georgia needs to make a play, Georgia makes a play. And yeah. you've seen that last week against Missouri. You've seen it against Auburn. You've seen it against Florida, how they just – they turn it into another, uh, you know, another gear. This Georgia team, let's just be honest now, if they get in there, I, I think they just – they're going to win another – they're going to win three back to back to back. I just – there's nobody to me that's on their level right now. No, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia's going to win this game. They're going to win by the they're going to win by the eleven necessary to uh, to to cover here. Um, but um, 
I have doubts on them being a three-peat. Somebody's going to – there's one team that probably could match with them, I think, and, that, and that's Michigan. There's a couple Michigan, teams well, that Michigan I think – Michigan, Michigan has the Listen, pieces. Guys, Georgia – There's a couple teams that Georgia can match Georgia's had with them. some trouble covering spreads this year. They really have. Yes, but what do they do when it comes Georgia crunch didn't time? cover it last week against Missouri. What do they do when it comes crunch time? They make plays. They do things that most teams can't do. Yeah, you're right. They're probably going to win by like I, nine. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about. We're picking. We're picking with spreads. And I'm telling. You, and I'm telling you guys, they have had a hard time covering spreads. My thing with this game is this: not too many teams can score a bunch of points on Georgia. Ole Miss is capable. But the only time that I've seen them play against a team like a Georgia this year was Alabama. the Alabama game. And they lost. Alabama. And they only scored and they only scored 10 points. 10 and a loss. See, here's that, the thing. Here's the thing. Ole Miss ain't got the that defense. That is what is scaring me about this. Ole Miss ain't got the defense. Ole Miss just ain't got the defense to hang you know, on. I don't can can Ole Miss go into Athens and put up thirty points? No, Mm-mm. I don't. No, I, I just guess, don't no, think. No, I guess that defense. Devil no, went down to Georgia looking for a soul to steal. <laughs> I really. <laughs> I don't think they can. Um, mm. <laughs> Swipe or no swiping. You're not right. <laughs> All right. Looking for a soul to steal. All right. I got you. So I'm going to take Georgia in the in the 11 points in this, but everything uh-uh. in me says that Mississippi's going to cover this. I don't know. But I'm taking Georgia. All right, the next game we're going to talk about, guys, in football for Saturday is Florida at LSU. LSU is a 14-point favorite, and they're coming off of a 14-point loss to Bama. And I have not heard if Jaden Daniels has passed concussion protocol. He's been passing well, I everything. Know I don't know if he was, was if he if he cleared through the non-contact practice stuff today. So that's why I say I have not heard if he's cleared and he's going to be able to play yet or not. So I'm going to go with he. I'm going to go with he is going to be cleared. Also. Well, it was non-contact, but yeah, he was cleared for non-contact. So. If he passes yeah. everything that was at today, which we hadn't heard anything that said otherwise, so we're just going to assume that he passed the non, you know, through the non-contact for contact. So I'm going with uh, he is going to play. So um, now, in terms of. Uh, okay the 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 game here so we have uh florida who just got beat by arkansas right and a very much embarrassing loss on the road at arkansas 
in overtime in the swamp. In no, it was in it was in the swamp. I thought that was on the road. No, it was in the swamp. No, it was at okay. the swamp. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. It was. It was. It was. Um. Uh, let's see. How do we want to do this one? Because Bama usually beats teams twice. This would be the second. <laughs> this would be the second opponent. So, uh, I, yeah, things would get really, yeah, really dicey yeah. if L if Florida beat LSU. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I just can't. Yeah. I don't know if I can pick. I don't think I can pick that Florida team against this LSU team even though I want to so bad I want to so bad I want to pick Florida so bad right now um I'm gonna pick Florida with the points yeah I'm gonna say it's inside 14 you take the points yeah I'm gonna say it's inside 14 okay well I'm taking the LSU and and laying the 14 points in this one yeah I just don't just, think Florida's any count this one's just it's gonna it's gonna rack my brain because that one is a I don't know that one and that one and the Auburn Arkansas are gonna rack All right, my brain. Hammonds, what do you think? Oh, that's what I got plus fourteen. I just Florida's reeling right now and and you taking LSU? Yeah, on the yeah. other side of it too, Florida is probably playing for its bowl hopes and such, but it's just going to be too much to overcome in, in Death Valley's area. Just remember. That Texas A&M, as bad as they were last year, beat this LSU team last year yeah. at the end of the season. I know that. Just remember that. All right. So our next game we're going to talk about, we're talking about beating somebody last season. Last year, West Virginia beat Oklahoma. This time, West Virginia is going to Oklahoma Oklahoma's coming off of back-to-back -back losses and are is a 12-and-a-half-point favorite at home against West Virginia. Now, say this. This West Virginia team is a bad, horrendous play away from being 7-and-2 hmm. a few weeks back um, at the end of a game. They're 6-and-3, should be 7-and-2, um, and has had a good season so far, minus that one darn play. At the end of a game, um, for me. So what? What do you say? For me, I'm going to take I'm going to take the Mountaineer in the points. Um, you know, I get it. Oklahoma's playing at home. Um, Oklahoma should get this win, but being favored by two touchdowns for me is too much, especially after the last couple of weeks that they've had. They haven't looked like Oklahoma, and but I think West Virginia. You got to just take the points and um, with them, and Oklahoma ends up winning this game. But I just think two touchdown favorite is for me is too much, even in Oklahoma, because they just haven't looked. They just haven't looked right the last two weeks. I'm gonna go with uh, Oklahoma, and I'm gonna say that they win by. Double that. Yeah, and it's going to be because of the last two weeks. So while you're okay. saying because I mean, of the last two weeks that they don't do it, well, I'm going to say that they do. 
because of it. Yep. Well, so here's what I'm going to say. Oklahoma started this season out looking like they had really turned the corner on defense. Mm -hmm. The last three or four weeks now, they have struggled on defense, giving up nearly 30, 32 points a game. Lost last week, giving up 27. Mm -hmm. And they look – they're not quite as bad defensively as they were last year. Last year they were horrible. But they are starting to look more and more defensively like they did last year. And that is my concern with this Oklahoma team. And this West Virginia team has surprised a lot of times this year. And for that reason alone, I'm going to take the 12 and take West Virginia and take the 12 and a half points. I really don't think they're going to go in and beat Oklahoma, mm -hmm. but they'd have to cover 13. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. All right, our last football game that we're going to talk about is USC goes to Oregon. Oregon is a 15-point favorite on Saturday. And, you know, I, I put this one in there. USC is reeling. Um, they had mm -hmm. given up 46 points in their last, like, four games on mm -hmm. average. Oregon is – Bo Nix is playing fantastic. I mean, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. You, you were talking about the Heisman deal the other day uh, earlier. And I mean, hell, I'm dead serious. And I know Roberts is going to have something to say about this, but like he really has a shot, I think. Nick's this done. is the year that Bo Nix puts it all I together. I have something to say about it. <laughs> Nick, Nick is really playing well. He really is. Yeah. He is. He's picking apart. I mean, he's picking apart teams. He picked apart the Utah team the other day on defense. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, he's – Utah's got a good defense. USC Dude, don't have not. a chance. But – ask me. Yeah. USC has an offense that can keep them in the game, though. That's, that's the difference with Caleb Williams. Yeah, but if he can pick apart Utah's defense, I just don't see that. I mean, I just don't see it. I really don't. Yeah, you're talking about the wrong side of the ball right now. You're you're talking about Caleb Williams picking apart Utah's de or, or or anybody's defense and and Bo Nix picking apart Utah's defense. Um I think in this game it's going to be offense, offense, offense. Yeah, and, and there's not going to be a there's not going to be a whole lot of defense in it. Um, I'm going 48-45, so it's going to be inside the 15. Yeah, uh, gonna Oregon's going to win, but it ain't going to be it ain't going to be a two touchdown victory. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a it's going to be about a three, maybe four point victory right there. And it's going to be a shootout. So, uh, Caleb Williams will, will put up major stats. Um, yeah. Bo Nix will also put up major stats. Uh, defense yes. defense is uh, optional in this game. Um, just barely more defense on the Oregon side. 
Uh, I give it to the Autzen crowd that allows Oregon to beat USC. Yeah. Oh, by the, by the way, with, with the end of and this weekend, everybody was, in the Pac-12 will saying, have at least one loss. I was saying at the same time, you know, USC is going to cover the spread. I just – USC just got a really good offense. You know, last week everybody thought Washington was going to run away with it, and USC come back and got within, what, two or three points, and it was just like back and forth, back and forth. So, it's going to be a shootout. Um, whichever – for me, it's going to be whoever has the ball last that wins this game, which I think it'll be Oregon. Um, I think Oregon and Washington is on a collision course um, to meet each other in the Pac-12 championship. So, Both with one loss. With one loss, and probably the That's winner right. gets it. And for me, yeah, the winner of that one. I, see, I, I don't agree with you guys. I think this Oregon team has more defense than you guys are giving them credit for. No, they, they do. do. They've got more defense than USC. But what we're saying right now is that the USC do? offense is really good. Washington put like but I what, think the, the Oregon defense is really good as well. Compared, yeah. compared to the rest of the big yeah, but yes, but we're not comparing this. Washington scored what 35 28 to 35 on them. I think it was 38-35 was the uh was the was the score, was it not? Something like that. USC's offense is just as good as Washington's is. You've seen that last week. That that's the question. That's the you know, if they can score like that on you know what's I just don't I mean, I don't know. I mean, you guys are right. The 15 points is a very high spread. I mean, Oregon Oregon could win by two touchdowns, could win by two touchdowns because they had a pick six or something like that at the end of the game, and it's still inside the number. So they're not going to cover. I think, I just don't think they're going to cover. I think Oregon wins. I just don't think they cover. I think USC covers. I do too. Mm -hmm. See, that's all it is. Oregon's going to win. They're just not winning by 15. 15 Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I kind of agree with that. There so you go. I'll, I'll take the points in USC because, I mean, they Welcome do have to the, the dark side to do it, but God, their defense. Their defense terrible, sucks. Like, yeah, their defense is horrible. I mean, but yeah, the offense. The offense makes up for it, though. Yep. I mean, offense is elite. Defense. If track, if USC, right, guys, we're going to switch up. If and, USC had a semblance and try to run of a, through of a defense, they they with the offense that they got, they could win the whole thing, the whole the national championship. If they had at least an average defense. Yep. All right, guys, we're going to switch <laughs> up and we're going to talk about some college basketball games that are being played tomorrow night. All right. They're Friday night games this week. I've picked six games to talk about real quick. Uh, this is our first college basketball pick'ems this year. And so we're going to get started. I'm, I am going to keep the season stats separate for football and basketball. So uh, next week you will see a college football season stat and a college basketball season stat. So with that said, 
Arizona travels to Cameron Indoor Stadium tomorrow night mm -hmm. and to play the Dukies, and Duke is a five-point favorite. Do you want to know what the great, the best storyline about Arizona's this game is? Arizona's got a really good team, guys. Caleb Love returns to Duke, former North Carolina transfer. Yeah. Yeah, North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. They got a really good um, team, guys. They do. Uh, this Duke got, team, of course, is a top five team. Yeah. So what's what say you, Hammonds? You start out on the basketball stuff. I know John Roberts probably hadn't even paid attention to basketball yet. I'm just gonna give a. I'm just gonna be like, this team wins. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, because I know because you. I think the spreads are negligible. So whatever team I'm calling to win, I'm I'm I'm, you know, the the spreads are gonna well, be these basketball spreads. It's pretty close. This point, this negative five is the biggest one. Right. So, for me, Duke, you know, they probably yeah. have the nation's most complete team. You know, they got probably three potential first-round picks in Proctor, Filipowski, and Jerry McCain. Um, they got Jeremy Roach back. Um, I'm going to take Duke. I just think going on the road to Cameron Indoors is going to be tough for Arizona. Um, I think cover uh, – Duke covers the spread. What do you say? Y'all need to stay online and enjoy Virginia's win over Louisville here in a little while. <laughs> but um, but anyways, um, I think Duke covers the spread. Um, I just think Duke has the more complete team. But like I said, the, the major storyline in this game is Caleb Love comes back to Tobacco Road, um, you know, if, if everybody remembers the epic performance that he had in the 2022 Final Four against Duke, um, where he had, what, was it like 30-something points, something like that? But um, I feel like him and Boswell, him and Boswell, that backcourt of him and Boswell, how did they handle that pressure of the fans? And, and the atmosphere at Duke. And I think that's why Duke wins this game. I think they cover the spread. Um, Duke's a really good basketball team this year. Uh, wouldn't be shocked if Duke got back to the Final Four. So, but give me Duke in this game. I'm just going to interject right here. Um, so, the Virginia-Louisville game, I don't know if he is way ahead of me or if he – was speaking it into fruition, but right Wire, after take the, there was a there was a pick six in that, and and Virginia has now tied Louisville 14-14. Let's get on with basketball, boys. All right, I'm just saying, Duke, Duke, always Duke, Duke, yeah. Duke, Duke, Duke. All right, there we go. Duke. Next one. Yeah, I like I like Arizona. I like the job that the, they've done, the coaches done out there. Uh, yep. taking over. I players before they were able to. Yep, that's great. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and, I mean, I like the job that the coach has done. He did pick up He did pick up quite a few transfers this year out at Arizona, Caleb Love being one of those. I just mm – -hmm. it's tough to go into Cameron Indoor. I mean, it's just a tough place with um, such a good team. They are um, – I, I just 
for me, I've got to pick Duke in this game and take the five points at home. If this was a neutral site game or something like that early on, I might consider taking Arizona uh, and -hmm. take the five points, but I'm going to take Duke to cover in this one. And the next game, these are a lot of these games are going to have SEC flavor in them. Mm-hmm. We got Texas A&M going and playing at Ohio State. Texas A&M is ranked. Ohio State is not. And Ohio State is a one-and-a-half-point favorite at home. So They are. Ammons, what do you think on this one? I, I like A&M in this game. Um, you know, they bring back Wade Taylor. He was a really great player for um, Buzz Williams last year. Um, their defense ranked 50th nationally in forcing turnovers. To me, this is going to be a big test for Ohio State's backcourt in Thornton and Roddy Gale Jr. Um, you know, Thornton was good a year ago. Um, he's probably one of the nation's better guards. Um, I think he had 17 points the other night against um, Oakland. So this will be a test of Texas A&M or uh, Ohio State's backcourt against a really good defense in Texas A&M. Um, I think Ohio State's going to be a lot better this year. But I just think that they're not going to be the winning team tomorrow night. Um, I think Texas A&M takes care of business. Um, Wade Taylor, to me, could could possibly be be the SEC Player of the Year. That's what they're that's what they're saying in many um, media projections. So, and Buzz Williams, to me, is one of the most underrated coaches in, in the SEC. He he just gets his players to play basketball. Man, that dude can he coach. He just uh, he just knows yeah, what to he can. do. Play defense. And, uh, and he's well too. It's a big testament to it because I'm going to tell you something. Remember last year, Texas A&M was what? Six and five. They started the year out. Then they won 19 of the last 22 games. They went on an unbelievable spurt and almost won the SEC championship. Yeah. Got beat by Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, that. I, I no, love their trap and defense. I'm, I'm going to take no, Texas A&M. Alabama. They lost to Alabama. It wasn't Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going to take Texas A&M in this game. I just feel like they're the 15th ranked team. Give me Texas A&M. Yeah. I'm going to take Texas A&M, but not because they're the 15th ranked team, but because I'm just going to take Texas A&M. That's just it's me. I'm picking Texas right. A&M. Well, we talked about Tennessee's um, football team. So now let's talk about Tennessee's basketball team. They're playing tomorrow night and playing at Wisconsin. I'm not sure how the SEC matched up away games to these Big Ten teams because we just had Texas A&M. Now they're t- uh, Tennessee is at Wisconsin on the same night on away mm-hmm. games. Um but Tennessee here is a one and a half point favorite at Wisconsin. They are. Um, Cole, what do you the think? Cole on this Center, one, the Cole Center is a difficult place to play. Um, I watched Tennessee some um, against Michigan State in the charity exhibition. They scored 89 points um, without two of their starting guards. And that, that says a lot with the way the offense was last year. Um, they got the Northern Colorado transfer, Dalton Nick. Um, he looks like the real deal to me. Um, they got another transfer in Jordan Ganey. Um, they got Zakai Ziegler. To me, he's he's the X factor in this. He's coming off an ACL injury from a year ago. 
Um, Wisconsin, to me, is going to be improved. Um, they're a sleeper team for me. Um, Tennessee, to me, has just the better players to me right now. Um, plus, they got the Maui coming up. They got a road game at North Carolina. I think they play Illinois next month. Um, so we're going we're gonna to learn a lot about these teams and where they're at um, coming up. But like I said, the Cole Center is a difficult place to play and a difficult environment to play in. But I think Tennessee gets it done. Now, if I was going to pick an upset for this game, I think I would go Wisconsin if I was going to pick that way because Wisconsin tends to have really good games at the Cole Center. And Tennessee – hasn't run into a really good underrated crowd like like they're going to run into tomorrow night. But I think I'm going to take Tennessee, and I think they cover the one and a half. So you're going Tennessee. Yeah. All right. Me too. But, Tennessee. But, but, it, but yeah. at the same time, I think this is a game that if you was going to pick one to lose, I think you would pick Wisconsin because, you know, that's a difficult place to play, especially during Big Ten play that Wisconsin has played in the past. Yes, I agree. Well, I you know Tennessee's going to win. This Tennessee team, this Tennessee team is is should be a really really good top five top ten team this year, um, all season long. To be quite honest with you, for yes. the most part, I pick and Rick I think Barnes in the regular games, season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think these two teams. Um, I think they they have something to show. The SEC is supposed to be one of the better leagues this year, and these two teams, Texas A&M and Tennessee, have something to prove tomorrow night for the SEC, if you ask me. I'm going to take Tennessee to cover in this one. And then the next game we're going to talk about is San Diego State plays at BYU – and BYU is a three-point favorite at home over San Diego State. Hammonds, I, when I saw the spread, I was a little bit surprised in this. Um, an ex-Kentucky basketball player is the coach out there at BYU, Mark Pope. I'm sure you know that. Um, but uh, do, do the Cougars win or have a chance to cover the three-point spread at home over San Diego State? Again, San Diego – San Diego State's ranked. BYU's not. This, this, this was a very interesting um, line, to be honest. Um, you know, this game's in Provo. That's why I put it on there. <laughs> you know, both yeah. teams won their, their regular season games on Monday. I think this is going to be a dogfight. Um, you know, San Diego State, they, they've – Always had what a top twenty team every single year. It seems like, um, you know, they, they grind they grind games they were out. In the national championship game last year. Yeah, they was in the national say, championship. They, they grinded all the way to the the national championship game. Here's a stat that I'm going to give you. Um, let me see if I can find it. The Aztecs are four and thirty all time in Provo. Not good. I'm gonna give you a reason why. And maybe that's why they're maybe that's why BYU. I'm gonna I'm gonna give quit. you I'm gonna give you the why right now. Yeah. Uh the Aztecs play at sea level in San Diego. Well, that might have at a lot Provo, to do with 
is yeah. way up here. It's yeah. an altitude game. Way up there. Yeah. Altitude. It is. There yeah. you go. That's yeah. the reason why it's uh BYU minus three. I think this is going to be a street fight. Let's let's just be honest. That's what San Diego State likes to play. You know, we've seen it all through the tournament last year. They they just like to grind games out. I think I'm going to go with the upset pick this this time, um, just based on the the fact that San Diego State's had a tough time winning down there. Um, you know, it's a new team. It's not the same team as last year. Um, they got a couple guys, three guys back from the team a year ago, but it's a different year. So, um, give me BYU and the three points. I think BYU pulls the upset tomorrow night. It's as not an upset if they're if they're the favorite. Well, no, what I mean, though, based on rankings, is what I was going by. But yeah, give me give me BYU in the altitude game. I just think you know that four and thirty record there is kind that's kind of glaring a little bit. Okay. Yep, altitude. That's 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 the reason why they win. I, I'm gonna go against the grain here, and I'm gonna. I'm going to go against the grain here, even though they don't look like they win very much there. I'm going to say San Diego State covers the three. Give me the three points in San Diego State. We can't always be the same. It doesn't – sometimes we got to be a little different, so I like doing that. The next one we're going to talk about is Memphis goes to Missouri, plays in Columbia tomorrow night, and Missouri is a two-point favorite. Oh. Yep. Um, Penny's taking his team in there. To I, think, I think the Tigers you know, win. What do you the think Tigers are going to win. Tigers. Okay. The way. There you go. I don't know. This this is a difficult game too. In a way, great, great insight. Um, the, the the great the great the good news for Memphis though is they have an old team, you know. I, I guess what the nine guys that played were in their fifth or sixth years of college, so I think having having an experienced team does a lot of does a lot of help does help, especially in games like this. Um, you know, they're going up probably against the Missouri team with you know the same thing. Um, Missouri, to me, is going to be a work in progress, especially where they lost Kobe Brown last year. They did bring back guys like Sean East, Nick Honor, Noah Carter. Um, but I think losing Kobe Brown is going to be a difference for them this year, and they're going to have to adjust to it. Um, but, but I'll say this. Dennis Gates is one of the most underrated coaches in this league um, with what he did last year. Many people wouldn't expect the Missouri to do nothing last year, and they and they surprised a lot of people last year. So I think it's going to be a different kind of year. He's going to have to use different ways to advance his offensive scheme the way he wants to do things. But I think – what's the spread, you said? Two. Uh, two. Memphis? Two. Missouri. Missouri. Oh, Where's it at, Missouri? Missouri. Uh, I think I'm going to take the yeah, SEC in this one. Um, I think it's just difficult to play on the road, especially in conference. 
especially in our conference, the SEC. Um, so I'm going to take Missouri in this in this game, but I do think it's going to be a really good game, a very underrated game, actually. I think free throws at the end of the game will okay. go Missouri's way, and Missouri wins by five. I'm, I'm put it away. Put it away in the last ten well. seconds. I think, and I think Dennis Gates is a really, really good coach. And I, I'm not sure is Penny. Did he get? Did he get like suspended a few games at the beginning of the year? I can't Not remember. Real. I know. I know one of his players has a gun charge on him. That I don't, I don't, I'm not real sure about the whole situation, but he has a I player. I wonder if that was this year or maybe that was last year. I'm thinking about where he it was might have been. It might, have been, it might have been. It was. It might have been last year. Yeah, it might have been last year. I can't remember, but anyway, I'm going to take Missouri in this game and take the two points. And then the last game that we're going to talk about, this is also tomorrow night. This is the Hall of Fame game. I'm going to tell you something. Um, it's in Charlotte. This game Florida, right here. Florida versus Virginia. And Virginia is a one-point favorite in Charlotte. I'm going to tell you something. Both, this, of, these teams, both of these teams are kind of in the – um, just missed the top 25 rankings. Yeah. Both of these teams are. I think they're sleeper teams in their, in their conferences, especially Florida. Yeah. You know, because I'm going to tell you something. If you've never watched Riley Kugel play basketball, you need to, you need to sit down and watch him play basketball. He's a really good basketball player. Um, they also got they the transfer. Up really good transfer. They yeah. did Walter Clayton Jr. If I'm not mistaken, didn't he play for Iona with Rick Bettina? Yeah. I thought he played with Rick Bettina, I think, last year. Um, you know, I think they got one of the better transfer classes. Um, UVA's always got a, a stingy defense. And I feel like this kind of game is a resume builder because later on in the year, you look back at it and you think, oh, my goodness, that's a game that can possibly help us get into the tournament. So I think I'm going to take Florida in this game. Um, I think Florida's improved their roster. Um, I think Virginia's relying on Reese Beekman, Beekman quite a bit this year. He's a senior. Um, he was one of the better ACC players last year. But I think with the new team and, and everything and everything and a lot of people gone, I think he, they're going to have to rely on him quite a bit. But I think Florida, Todd Golden, Golden at Florida is going to be a really solid coach for Florida. And I think they got a team this year that could possibly challenge for an NCAA tournament bid, especially with Kugel and the players that they got um, from the transfer portal. So I think I'm going to pick Florida in this one. Straight up. All right. Actually. What do you think, Roberts? I'm going to go, oh, man. Well, a one-point favorite pretty the, much. The, yeah, this this is a tough one. You're basically just picking who wins the game. Um, yeah. Because I really like both teams in this one. Uh, 
I like the coach at Florida. Um, because he came across country. He came from uh, what was it from from San Francisco? From San Francisco, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll go Florida. God, I was I was getting ready to pick Virginia in this one, but I think uh, I think I'm I'm gonna lean Florida. I don't think it's gonna be by a whole lot. Don't think they're gonna just absolutely blow the doors off of Virginia. But uh, I think this one stays tight the whole game. I think that, uh, you know, just like any other game where a team can pull away right there at the end, and I mean like within the last, you know, 20, 30 seconds of the game, I think that's pretty much what ends up happening. Uh, Virginia has to foul. Florida makes free throws. Florida wins. Okay. I mean, I that's I'm gonna I've been going kind of SEC flavor with these games. I'm gonna continue that. I'm gonna take Florida. I think that SEC needs to make a statement tomorrow night. Um, maybe they they lose one of these games, um, but I think they should win at least most of these games, if not all. So uh, give me Florida. I think that Florida is vastly improved with their. Um, pickups in the transfer portal. They picked up several, and I think they are a team that could challenge in the, you know, you know fifth, sixth range of the SEC, um, mm-hmm. and 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 be a really really good team in the SEC this year. They could. So I'm going to take Florida. All right. So that's going to wrap up our two. Um, our, our upset picks. Upset picks. Hmm. Hmm. I think I already had it on the screen. I didn't, I didn't even know it was up there. Our upset picks. Me and John both won our upset picks last week, which was a change because we haven't been winning very many. You can see that on the screen. So we're, 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 let's keep this to football this week mm. on the upset picks and, and lock picks. My upset pick of the week. Hammonds. I think I'm going to go. Man, there's not like – I think I'm going to go Nebraska uh, over Maryland. Um, Nebraska plays at home. Uh, Maryland's a two-point favorite. The over and under is 43-and-a-half. I think Nebraska's – they're playing for a bowl game, which Maryland is too, but I think Nebraska's going to be more prepared this week. You know, they lost a crucial game last week against Michigan State, which kind of mind-blowed me, to be honest. But – at the same time, let's look at the locks. Um, a lot of times, you got to look at the the, the, the way that where they're higher, like the point spreads are higher. I'm going to go Kansas State, Baylor. Um, Kansas State's I think favored well by this. It's 21, so um, it's at K State. Baylor's just a terrible football team right now, 
and I'm not real sure if Dave Aranda is going to keep his job or not. That's another one that's been on the hot seat. Um, he's he's looking like he might not be there no more. John, he's, by the he's way, looking, you your long he's looking like too. defensive coordinator for LSU, right? That's what he's looking like. Yeah, Dave Aranda, it's defensive coordinator. What'd you say now? Which one are you talking about, me or Brad? He was talking me? to me. I, I said. Yeah, I said that you won your lock pick last week. What was my lock last week? I forgot. <laughs> I don't know. You ask me that every time I tell you that, and I can't never remember. I, I mean, I, I, I just I need to jot it down in here, I guess, because you asked. Yeah, me you need to write them all down. Write them all down. Have you not been paying attention? No, I don't. No, I'm talking to Brad. I go back and look. Brad's the host of the show. You should write down everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Are you doing locks or no? I can. Locks and upsets? Your locks, first time locks of love. Locks of love. If you want yeah. to, you can. If not. Okay. Got it. So, uh, upset. Right, so my, I've actually already gone over. Pick. I've already... I've already gone over my upset. My upset is Utah over Washington. Utah Called it earlier. Washington? Yep. Okay. Yep. So we're just going to yeah. continue that. Yeah. All right. Well, my upset pick, I'm I'm going to go off the rails here a little bit. That's not on the radar. I'm going to go Coastal Carolina at home over Texas State. They're a two-and-a-half-point underdog at home. Coastal Carolina's got a really good team. Texas State does – Two, matter of fact, that's where Finley's at. I'm pretty sure. Um, the old Auburn quarterback Finley. Um, but yeah, anyways, Finley. I'm going. I'm going. Coastal Carolina, two and a half point underdog as the upset, and then lock of the week, Roberts. Can I go on a point total? Yeah, we, we we do. We like whatever the good because oh, I'm going to say like the Iowa run? game goes. Go, I'm going to say the Iowa game. Iowa and who who do they who do they get to play that Iowa, Iowa and Rutgers, right? That that point total is like what twenty eight. Yeah, it is. Yes, the answer is yes. the The answer is twenty eight. So, are you you saying that they go under or over as a lot? Oh, I'm going to say Iowa figures out how to score some points. Over. Okay. Okay. Over 28. My lock, my lock of the week is FSU over Miami, 14 points. They're the favorite. I think FSU easily uh, beats Miami at home by 14. So, Are I you doing that just I'm to get back in the game or what? Because that's that's too easy. Why would you do that? Because that's exactly what we're doing. We're trying to pick a lock that, that is going to win. That's exactly what we're doing. Baby, may I have your candy? Thank you. <laughs> exactly what we're doing is trying to pick a lock. I'm going to point and laugh if they a, lose. You know, well... I, I haven't won too many of them, so they they might. Every t I picked them a few weeks back, 
in one, and they didn't cover the spread. So we'll see. They didn't lose the game, but they didn't cover the spread. All right. So our next show is Sunday. I know me and, and Roberts will be on, I'm pretty sure, this Sunday for the weekend wrap-up show. So we will come back and do our coverage of that and talk about the AP poll and the college football scoreboard. We will probably add in college basketball scoreboard um, as well this week and do some coverage for you guys on all the big games and all these games that we just talked about and just went over. So I appreciate you guys being on with us tonight, John and John. Appreciate you guys being with me. The show For ran sure. halfway smooth with two people on, so I'm happy about that. And small victories, small victories. I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty happy about that. Jared Carter, Clyde, Josh, everybody that's been on with us. I appreciate Wireman. you guys being on with us as well. Wireman trying Wireman to drop knowledge. Yeah. Trying to drop knowledge during a basketball pose. Yeah, he's so random out there. I'm telling you, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, I, I almost went Wireman that way too. Yeah. So, Jerry, I put your picks up there for upset and and lock. So he's been with us the last several weeks and doing this with us and. Actually, since the season started. He may have. You know, he's been with us for a while doing this, so we appreciate it. And we will see you guys on Sunday. This has been our College Sportscast Game Day Pick'em Show, and we will see you guys on Sunday. Y'all have a good night. <laughs>